0: To pancakes on a Day. here
1: we <laughs> are. <laughs> so,
0: so today we decided to die sided, die sided, <laughs> die sided to make a left hand turn. Yeah, we uh, at the end of our last one, we were talking about turning your trauma into your triumph, and uh, we've been doing some black booking again. Um, so we we decided to talk about that instead uh doing uh black book and manifesting and things that we have talked about and maybe future stuff
1: yeah but so
0: maybe not though cuz you don't talk about that
1: no but we could talk about the process of yes um and i guess that's something important too in in manifesting you want to be careful sharing because there's a lot of people that um, wish you not to make it. Yeah. And
0: If you follow all the, the hype pages on Instagram, it'd be like, don't let nobody you know you're hustling. I mean, it's super lame the way they say it, but it's true.
1: It, yeah, it is it's lame how they say who, it.
0: People who virtual signal <laughs> and are out there, like, look what I'm doing. There's, they're not really doing anything.
1: Yeah, and there's really no reason to um, exploit your success and your growth because what really matters is the now moment. And um, we, speaking of the now moment, we were out building a uh, a, tack shed. Tack shed. Yeah, a tack shed for the tack, the horse tack that's closer and more convenient because we um, had so much to do on the ranch that we – had it in the garage and it's very very inconvenient
0: not in the garage in my shop any who in my office it's
1: not <laughs> in, my in your bear den
0: in my bear den yeah, well, it's called the bear okay. den the okay. person we bought that guy we bought the house from had this little thing that he made in the boy scouts in like the 60s and it's called the bear den
1: is that when he made it i thought somebody yeah. just drew no, it for it's him it's from his
0: boy scout days oh i didn't get that so i asked him if i could keep it yeah, And so. he let me keep it so it's above the door of the they office really nice. in the shop.
1: Uh, and we were out. First of all, we let our horses out to run around the property. We we took our side-by-side in our truck and blocked it off. And um, I remember when I first met Corey, he had a Jeep that I hated. I wouldn't even drive. <laughs> I wouldn't even get in the- That
0: thing was so cool.
1: Such a shitter.
0: It, the only thing that was bad with that truck is that it wasn't four-wheel drive. It was a waste of money. Was oh, really I was really on it. No, it wasn't.
1: Gear. Well no, it was a shitter too.
0: It wasn't a shitter. <laughs> it was, so it was ugly. actually a really nice cheap Cherokee. No, it was a shitter.
1: But <sighs> anyways, it was a shitter.
0: It looked like a shitter. It was a shitter. It was really nice on the inside. It was pretty good. It was like a ninety something. It, <laughs> it was went from good. really nice to pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good.
1: Anywho, it wasn't dream status. And no. any anyway. Um but um actually let's talk about the truck Law of attraction
0: oh um
1: so this episode is like my passion this is my this is um, is my thing
0: this is what she does
1: yeah it's it is what i do and uh my dad is incredibly good at it and he doesn't even know it he does know it but he he does not he doesn't realize it and he didn't realize it when he was doing it um, when I was younger, when he manifested the ranch that I grew up on and, <clears throat> um, there's been so many cool stories that I could share, but we'll try and condense them because throughout the years I learned, I started seeing a, a pattern of thought like, oh my gosh, when I think about something, um, it doesn't just like, oh, look, I wanted a truck and I got a truck. It is exact. So I told Corey, I want an F-250. This is, I had my truck for 20 years, my my Chevy Silverado, and I loved it. And the day I bought it, I said, I'm going to have this truck until the day that I drive it onto the um, dealership for a new truck. That is what I said before I even got it. I knew that was going to happen. And it was, there was never going to be anything wrong with it. Um, I had regular uh, maintenance things and um, stuff to fix on a 20 year old truck but I never I never had a breakdown. I never had anything wrong with it um best truck I've oh my gosh and so we bought a trailer uh we we had a Bodie and we had Scarlett and Bianca and we had two dogs Alice yeah that time we only had two Hanker um and so we would road trip and you know, pile everyone into... It was an extended cab. Is that what it's called? Back seat? Yeah. Seating. But it
0: didn't have... It had the, um, the half door.
1: Yeah, it was a half door. The, oh, it was. The front door full, closed
0: this way and the, the back door opened. <laughs> which was perfect door. for
1: me forever. But it was not a family truck. And it was not a ranch truck. And um, the goal was uh, going traveling, pulling a bigger trailer... And horses um, and pulling a, a gooseneck set um, setup for the trailer, horse trailer. That By the way, we didn't have horses yet. This is just, I, w- we foresaw that. And um, we went on a vacation to California. This is a California trip we were talking, right? Was that the 10-day? No. No. This was a different one. This was my birthday trip. This was my birthday this trip.
0: This is... Yeah, a birthday trip in twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah, in twenty nineteen, yes. And um we literally got to California and Ooh. the transmission was toast. Took to shit. Yeah. We and were going up
0: Cajun Pass. Cajon. Cajun, Cajon, whatever. Yeah. We were going from Vegas to Cal California and Cajun Pass. Cajun. And that's Which Fake is still Hill.
1: like another three, two and a half hours yeah. from so, Grammy. Uh,
0: I, I'm i a mechanic, and I didn't know that there was a transmission oil over heat light. And it came on, and I was like, what the fuck?
1: I didn't even know that. Thanks for telling me.
0: Yeah, that's what <laughs> came on.
1: So, anywho, we and get we to California.
0: we all the way to Oceanside.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a couple hundred miles. Yep. Um But my track was, I swear, it was such a gem. And it took care of us. It got us to the campground. It got us to Grammys, and we were like, "What are we gonna do?" And I said, "I want a, I want a white F250. I we need that. It wasn't yeah. just, oh gosh, I want a big truck. I want a white one because we live in a dirty area, and white is easier to keep clean. And um, I want a um, fifth wheel capability, and I want a." What did this bench seat? Bench seat, because I mean, they don't even make that they anymore. Don't. And I was like, "Well, I want a truck that has a bench seat." Because we even
0: went to look at the dealerships in Vegas, and we were like, "Hey, we want this, this, and this." Yeah, we're like it has to have a bench seat, and they're like, "Oh, that's like that's the deal breaker." Yeah, is there's no bench seats anymore. You have to get um, a used. Yeah, and there wasn't. Well, and I also checked up all the the boxes yeah
1: and and i wanted the the back window that um
0: the power back window yeah
1: electrically would open up because at some point we wanted to put a cab on the back of it so the dogs could be in the back and have the air conditioning uh with us um and uh i wanted it to be pre-owned because we didn't want to buy a we didn't want to take the hit on a brand new um vehicle we did that with the dodge and which is great i i'm all for uh brand new for a lot of reasons. Uh, this Yeah, but we stole that di- Dodge too. We got a good yeah, deal. Yeah, we got on a good Dodge. deal. We got a great deal. Um but I just didn't this wasn't even a financial you know, financially in the plan. This was we need we need it. We need it yeah. we need it right now, like today. Yeah. And so um we Cory tried to fix the truck.
0: For two days.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. For two days. It was pretty And just everything wasn't working out. And that's the thing about law of attraction. If things aren't flowing, if they're not working out, you got to stop trying to fit a a round peg into a square hole. Like, that does not work. It does not work. You can shove it and you can fit it in there. It still doesn't mean that it's meant to be in there. And it will not work. It will not work. So I'm not one to...
0: That's one of my biggest lessons is I haven't learned that lesson yet.
1: And I'm always like, look, it's not working. So let's, let's, what's, but what? I'm
0: like, hey, I have a grinder. I can make this square peg <laughs> yeah. round.
1: And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> and then it will fall out or it will break. And he's like, I'll definitely cut it wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll definitely cut it wrong. Yeah. It won't fit. No. Still, no. It'll be a It'll, it'll get in there. And just, yeah. Oh, well, you get the six pound, the three pound sledgehammer, and just.
1: Yeah, and he'll be like, I got it. We're and I'm good, like, but- oh my God. Oh my God. And my, my gray hair grows a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> but anyway, but after two days of. I thought I fixed it. I just needed the part. It took two days to find the part.
1: And I let him, I I let him like do, because that's who he is. And he is very good at fixing things and he's very mechanical. And I think that's hot, is all shit. You go ahead with your bad self, honey. But sometimes I'm like, oh, he's just got to throw in the towel. And he's like, no. (laughs) I'm like, all right, I'm going to go enjoy my life, hang out with Grammy and do some stuff and you be crazy. And then finally, I was like, let's just go. Let's just go see what they have. Well, yeah, we took
0: the, dogs to the dog to the dog beach, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I, w- I don't want to fix it anymore. Let's just go to get a new truck. And you're like, okay, I've been waiting for you to say yeah. that. Um, dook, so. Dook,
1: dook. so we left the kids with Grammy, and we went to the dealership in Carlsbad, California, that I bought my truck from. Exactly 19 years yeah. prior, and we drive onto the lot just like I had said, and it was done. I don't even know if they were able to start it to move it. It was toast. Well, and we parked
0: it, and we told them, we "We're like, yeah, we uh, we just barely got here."
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh the guy walks up and he's trying to do a spiel i was like look all i want is a white pre-owned f-250 do you have one and he was like no uh, you said
0: i want a white pre-owned f-250 with leather seats a bench (laughs) seat a moon roof and a power back window
1: and he goes
0: uh he's like actually oh actually we literally just got one like a week ago and he yeah she's like no you didn't you're fucking with me
1: show me I was like, I don't want to waste time with your sales pitch bullshit. Just show me and give us a good deal, or we're leaving. And I will call my grand- I will call my mom and have her come pick us up. And he gave they gave us a great deal. We got an outstanding outstanding truck with. All- and I swear, I swear, my grandfather, my opa, was involved because he could have something for a hundred years, and it would s- still have the new car smell, like no joke. And. I got in the truck and I was like, my OPA for sure. And also a picture of my OPA fell out of my my Chevy truck uh, As we when, were
0: cleaning it out. when we
1: were cleaning it out. And I was like, dude, he totally had something to do with this because it was spotless. Oh my oh, yeah. goodness. It the guy was- we
0: bought it from, it was a single owner and he <clears throat> lived in California his entire life. The truck was in California, didn't go anywhere, had low miles. Um, it was a good truck. And yeah. clean as fuck.
1: Oh, it's so, it was yeah. So that has been our our baby. We love that truck, and um, we had to expand. It was it was a little heartbreaking to let go of my my Chevy. But you got to do what yeah. You, you do. yelled
0: at them. They out. They offered you x amount of dollars, and you were like, "I've had that truck for <laughs> years. You need to give me five hundred dollars more." Yeah. And they were like,
1: "I said, well, I'll okay. leave. I'll leave. Yeah, so you're like, we'll
0: leave. We don't need yep. it." We'll figure it I was out. Done. Five hundred dollars more, and they're like, "Oh, okay. okay. Mm, there's five hundred dollars more. It's like it doesn't work. And, I don't care. <laughs> it did.
1: I love that truck.
0: Like, all you have to do is find the right. It was a. It was a pressure something that was in the transmission that went out, and you. All you have to do is fix it. And they kept saying, "Oh, well, we won't fix it because it's too old. But you're like, just fix it.
1: <laughs> Give, Give me, me five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah." And then my dad decides to tell me that, oh, I would have bought it off off you for more. And I was like, oh, okay. Anyways, that was communication. That's That's a communication. But
0: the point being is that we spent, from the time that I sold the Jeep that we knew, or the time that we bought the trailer, we knew we needed a bigger truck for the trailer. And we were very specific on what we wanted. And we were like, we want this or something better and it wasn't that we were actively seeking it we we wrote it down in the black book
1: we were open to allowing that's huge people will say i really want this but are you are you ready to receive are you are your arms and your energy open ready to receive and allowing yourself to to gain what it is you're asking for cuz a lot of the times god will deliver and people will be like oh or or they'll lose it or they they say no thank you or weird stuff. And like like the truck, we could have just kept trying to fix it and spent money and time on that. And instead of saying, Hey, let's 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 level up. We're ready. Um, and so from there, um, we were talking about some stuff, and Corey was cleaning up stuff, and he he grabbed the the black book and he was saying, Man, we you know, we manifested a lot of stuff from there. And I opened it up, I don't know, Oh, I guess I I just said, let's for fun, let's go right in it. And um, June 11th, 2020, I did this once with my apartment as well, but it's the same thing. It's happened more than once. It's not like, oh my gosh, is this is the first time this has ever happened. Um, June 11th, 2020, which was last year. Um, a month before we even knew, was it a month the, or two? It was Ju- July twenty fourth. Is when we f- when we we came um, and met Jake.
0: Yeah, because what was it? It was what's September? September's ten. So April, April's when no, I was like
1: ten is October. I don't know what you're saying.
0: September. Well, remember because then our I don't know if it was like the second or first or second one we were talking about. We were talking about a plan. When I was working for when I quit Towel, and, and we almost moved to the um, Camp the okay. campground, we were like fifth wheel life. I, I was like six months if we don't figure something out. in Oh six yeah, months,
1: you told me in September.
0: By September.
1: By September, if we didn't find something that we would. And it was before wheel.
0: this, before we wrote. Oh this. yeah, it was it April. It was wrote, April. Yeah, so April.
1: Yeah, it so, was April, and sometimes that you have to let go of your fear. And your control and... um, No, it was
0: February because I said six months. September is nine, right? Yeah. So it was February or March.
1: Okay. Um, It's the surrender. There is so much in surrender. You have to get clear on what you want, but then you have to let go. You have to get out of your own damn way because we're we're not um, capable of achieving the degree of what we're meant to have in our paradigm, right? In all of our paradigms. So um, I just knew, I get to a point where I know without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, there's a certain aspect, all of us do, I just am really good at trusting it. That, that feeling that you have when you're really fucking unhappy, really out of place, you hate your job, you hate where you live, um, you hate your relationship, there's so many different aspects, and we are so uncomfortable in it to the point where it, it almost makes you sick. You're, you know, sick and angry. And, but it
0: does make you sick. Oh, it, ends it does. Up making you sick. Yeah.
1: It actually brings out a plethora of, of illnesses, diseases, colds, flu, whatever, um, anxiety, depression, yeah. all these things. If you have anxiety and you have depression, you are not living your freaking truth. And, and it's
0: not even like. You know this quote unquote living your best life. That's not it. It, it, It's living your truth. It's like if your if your truth is you're nine to five and you're fucking killing it and you're doing a great job, then that's you. Yeah. Like like all these people like I mean social media has made it terrible where you feel like you got to live your life on fucking vacation and that's great, but that's really not for everybody. No. Some people's truth is fucking killing it in the office yeah it's just not everybody's and it doesn't right. happen to like be doctors ours.
1: you can't you can't yeah there's some you doctors can't not that go least. to school and learn properly to do brain surgery right and you also have to be brain surgeons are not just your normal person that is a dedicated individual yeah that, that's,
0: that guy's got fucking next level yeah his his <laughs> mind is very very neatly organized yeah and yeah
1: so but you know and and that is the point live your truth that's a good one That's but they, a very good but
0: one. they but they sacrifice you and it's about sacrifice too it's, it's like again it's living your quote-unquote best life versus living your truth you know like there's so it, there's so much to sacrifice when you're living your truth because just like when you're confronting a friend or something truth separates people yeah, like, and it's people, not sacrifice. It's, and, and it's not sacrifice, get, but but in in layman yeah. in layman it's it's a sacrifice.
1: It's a sacrifice, but not I guess the typical way we would define sacrifice. Right. You're
0: not like you're not going without. You're just you're making the decision to not do these certain things because your goals are don't have anything. If you're, we'll, we'll put Vegas, right? Like people like to party, right? But I don't. You don't. Our focus is completely different. Like be, if we lived in Vegas and all our friends are out partying, quote unquote, that would be a sacrifice for us to not go party with them because we're on a different path.
1: And it was it's always been I told my friends for years, I mean I party, don't get me wrong. We both we both had our butt. Yeah We both had our time that's quite a that bit was our, but,
0: that's just who we were at yeah, that time. That
1: is who we were. But we also outgrew it. Um, quicker than most, because we had so many dreams to accomplish. Mediocre is for pussies. Mediocre that is, is our thing. Pussies. Mediocre is for pussies. That we is actually a- have a banner that yeah, says that. We do, because that's that's something that we live by. That's something that we started. I think I was yelling not at him, but about God. We can't. I cannot do mediocre. Mediocre is for fucking pussies, and we're not pussies. <laughs> and it it was when I was. I guess trying to get through to him, not like he didn't get it. And I was trying to figure it out myself what it was that I was I was searching for because I really have loved our lives together. And just because you want more and, and you're ready to expand doesn't mean you're ungrateful for where you are. I have so many people say, God, I'm so selfish. I, I'm acting like, you know, I'm not grateful. And I get stuck in that spot too, like... Just because you want to expand your life doesn't mean you're not grateful for the things that you have now. and Unless you're really
0: not. Because there's people that are just like... I mean, like take, for instance, people who
1: cheat. Right? Yeah, They're but just, we're, we're not talking about them. But, I know. But yeah, if you think the grass is greener on the other side, you're completely wrong. What you do to expand is water the grass on your own side. For sure. And watering grass on your own side takes a lot of... Uh, nurturing and love and care and attention and focus and not looking over there, right? But you want your lawn to get greener. You want your trees to grow. You don't want to sit here and you know, oh, cool, I planted the seed and now my tree is a foot tall. It's not bearing fruit, but but it's at least there. You don't stop there. You yeah. fucking keep fueling it and and nurturing it and loving it and caring, etc. Right? So June eleventh one uh uh, 2020 i i wrote this and we always do the black book together it's not something i did by myself i wrote well we sure have been through our fair share of knowing what we don't want and what doesn't work so here we are this was a space of decent frustration i was hot because it was summertime i didn't want to spend another summer in.
0: and we were four months into five or six months into all the bullshit. Oh
1: yeah, um like man, mask oh, mandate man. bullshit.
0: Fucking people hoarding shit at the grocery oh, store. yeah,
1: yeah. I'd wake up and go to get creamer, and everyone was like, "I gotta stand in line for a mile." I was like, "You guys are so fucking stupid." And then I'd go down to the other gro- grocery store that was there was no line. I was like, "This these peeps crazy." Anyways, so I was done. We were. I was yeah. toast. Like. Uh uh so under that I put goals. So we were shifting the energy and we would talk about what we were grateful for in that moment even though we were so ready to to shift out of it and expand you know health and that's when we'll talk about the tra- trauma to triumph because hi hey buddy um we <laughs> Love you yeah you did buddy yeah. Bodie came in to say he just sneaked in on us hey
0: bud go go in there sissy's gonna or turn sit. on cartoons okay
1: sissy's not home where is she she went with taylor to the mall oh hold on buddy right. sit with us for a minute okay so come here We are giving gratitude for that, which we do have, which is always each other. We're always grateful that we have each other, that we're healthy, that we have great kids, that we have great life together, that um, things are unfolding harmoniously, right? And um, so we put goals. And this was, I read this this morning and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe. Yeah,
0: it was pretty good.
1: I cannot believe that this was written before we even knew this place existed, the first check mark is ranch home on horse property. Check. check abundant campground. Check Corey is a firefighter. Not only is he a firefighter, he was made a fire captain. Check uh, thriving, healthy, and happy. Yeah, we're doing damn good. And again, yeah. Corey tried to die a couple of times. And then my energy has been so worn out because of uh, a million things. And that's that's the other other podcasts, but, um, the kids are great having amazing lives, friends and opportunities, uh, the next check. And it's incredible. The opportunities and everything that's been unfolding for all three of the kids. Every, every one of the kids has been able to live exactly how they've wanted to everything that, that the kids have wanted has become, he's looking at himself, um, the forefront of our expansion uh, dream home, which is where we are. Um, dream pool set up in our dream backyard. Trees, grass, and fun. We do not have a pool. Uh, currently don't want a pool. and But we have ideas for a pool. We do. Where we would want to put it. And it's not an average pool. And had we... There's no way someone would have built the pool that no, I want. Sure. <laughs> it is not. No. It is not normal. So... um I'm grateful for that because we're going to be able to situate it the way we want to we have a very green backyard with tons of trees yeah and even
0: um the two pastures the one up top and the one down here because you know we went we uh we got to burn when we first moved in which was pretty yeah. cool um if you live in a rural area you get like a burn permit and you're allowed to like burn stuff in your yard
1: Corey and, loves that
0: uh, oh my god the, <laughs> so there's probably it's probably a half an acre with the one up top yeah it's about a half an acre, and Samantha and I went and uh, got a blowtorch, and
1: a blowtorch and um and a hose, and like not just a, a little blowtorch, like a mega super crazy one, and went and just blasted all the dead all the dead weeds and everything. Um, let him, let him chill. He's I'm gonna, fine. I'm
0: gonna put trucks on for him.
1: So, for those okay. of
0: you not watching on YouTube that are just listening on podcasts, our three year old woke up and he likes to hang out with us because we're pretty cool. So, yeah,
1: we're his besties. <laughs> okay. Um, self sustaining property, I have been wanting that, and uh, we have a sectioned out space for our garden, we have chickens on site, and we have cows next door uh we did buy half a cow we did buy half a cow and um we're not vegan we have been vegan uh in the past it didn't work out for us um but we are about eating clean and eating uh not factory farmed shit and it's it's not only, only that stuff is bad for the environment it's also really heavily uh, it's bad on
0: us too because
1: toxins and hormones. When and you're
0: chemicals. when they pack all those animals in together, man, they yeah build up that cortisol. I mean, yeah, they're
1: so stressed out and they are treated so poorly. And the that, cow that, that, that meat we is actually poison, basically. Yeah, yeah, it is. Meat is poison in that environment. The cows that we bought, uh, or the ha- the cow that we bought is on acres of land and they just play and have grass all day. And yeah, they get killed one day, and that's a part of life and. I wouldn't yeah. mind being one of those cows we're gonna, if I we're, came gonna back.
0: Buy, or we're gonna buy a half a cow from our neighbor next year.
1: Yeah, that's actually what I was talking yeah. about. But um, we did buy one this year from a beautiful farm that we went out to, and it's 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 quite a quite an existence. And the meat does taste different. Um, like I said, we have our own chickens. I usually can't eat eggs; they make me throw up. I can eat our eggs. I've been eating them fine. Um, anyways uh oh oh yeah greenhouse oh my gosh we have a huge greenhouse that has um raised garden beds um like 14 of them yes yeah. 14 oh. all throughout with what with a um
0: yeah i just have to redo the water system
1: spritzer system up above yeah. um and faucets in each
0: yeah each one has, there's Oh my a, gosh so there's we have culinary water which is our drinking water and then we have secondary water and that's another thing
1: we have irrigate irrigation 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 water for um watering watering
0: purposes only
1: yeah for our property for greenhouse um it it is not the same cost as our house it is a different water source which is outstanding because it's not breaking the bank just to grow pasture uh that's huge yeah um and that was one of the things that we had uh stated to our real estate agent that we need um water situation whatever it's called so we have a beautiful greenhouse and we have a beautiful space outside that is um we're going to fence it off uh so we'll have outdoor and indoor vegetables growing Um, and we just found out our cool cool friends that we absolutely adore tommy and casey um, told us for $15 you can go get all the soil that you need while well, fills up a truck um it's like these little things when you when things are supposed to happen yeah, it's stuff like that it just it it's like,
0: you put you put your energy into it and then you're like you you, you make it to a a little spirit bomb and yeah. then you, and then you let it go and then you can't like so my problem when it comes to manifesting is not my problem. This is my...
1: Lesson? Pick my, up
0: my lesson. This is my process. Hmm. My process is different than Samantha's. My process is I, I, I kind of um, fine-tune the world around me to get to where I want to go. And it has worked. It's just that road, for me, makes things so very hard.
1: Because it's... Because it's- I'm trying
0: to force it. Instead of, but when it, it, but at the end of it, yeah, yeah. (laughs) but at the end of it, but at the end of it, when I'm like, fuck, I'm done. And then I get opportunities. yeah Like when I lost my job in 2017 and then I tried to start my own business and I was trying to get clients and just, I was going to meetings all the time, all the time. And I I kept
1: asking him like, why are you doing this? I
0: had two clients that kind of floated us through the un, un, uh, not having a, like a real a job, time. not, a, not a real that it wasn't a real job. <laughs> what I didn't the have, heck?
1: that's more real than
0: I didn't work for somebody. Yeah. And I worked for myself and I had two clients that floated us through until I made it to Tau. And I went to interviews and, and meetings all the time It's because this is, this was my processes. I'm going to make this happen. And then one day I was like, I'm so fucking done. I don't know what to do. I don't want to do anything anymore. And then, and I'd actually interviewed for tau in
1: oh, yeah. late
0: 2017. And they never responded to me. Yeah. And I ended up finding out when I finally got hired that they got rid of that position that they were hiring for. Yeah. But they just never told anybody that interviewed for it. And
1: everything like that happened. It was just so weird. Nothing but, was working yeah. out.
0: And then finally... Then finally, the, the senior digital marketing manager position came up, and I went in. And I was like, "I don't know what the fuck, man. I just want to work." Here's my qualifications. Take it or leave it. And the VP or the director of marketing was like, "Cool." Was like, "Cool." <laughs> I was like, "Why aren't we hired you before?" And I was like, "Fuck, I don't know, bro." <laughs> it's like I've actually applied here twice. I have interviewed how- twice, but because I was like, ah. This is just this yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm going to robot my way through and it. And
1: the universe won't gift you what it is you're asking for when you are trying to force it. It will not happen. You have to keep learning lessons. When he was in the hospital, literally dying, I was like, motherfucker, if you don't sit there with your... Did I not say that? Like, yeah. No. If you don't sit there and, and, and expand your mindset and your truth to allow... You are going to end up back in here and you're going to fucking stay. And you have to, you have to and let by go. That, and
0: by that last time that I was at UCF, remember when I had that breakdown when I was yeah, at the VA finally hospital? Freaking cried. I <laughs> fucking cried. I fucking cried. That's when the you nurses just left. They called
1: me and they that's said. That's when
0: you left, right? Were you no, no, still there? No, I
1: just went to Sausalito. Oh, yeah, you Because went home. his surgery was supposed to last like
0: no, hours. Not that day.
1: That's when you had your breakdown. I, Later that
0: day, too. Remember, I called you and I was like, I just don't know. I feel like...
1: Yeah, and the nurses called me first because they were like, he can't even contain himself anymore. And usually, it would be like, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you feeling? I'm fine. Okay. And the doctors were like... He's on so much pain meds, like it could kill him. Like at one point when he was in ICU, the doctor was like, I have to put him on so much Dilaudid that his body might shut down and we'll just put him on like the respirator and stuff to keep him alive so his body can relax enough to heal. That's how much pain meds he he was on. Uh, he was barfing in front of me and all kinds of things, and I'd be like, are you old? What do you need? I'm fine. <laughs> like i feel like you're not so uh you know and then he'd come home he'd come home from um the hospital you know and he's got a backpack on with his tpn and and then he'd be walking around i'm like how are you doing you look like you're gonna die and he finally was like well i don't feel very good (laughs) like okay like this is over and over and then finally after two years they did another surgery on him the doctor was like this is this is it it's gonna this is the answer we're just gonna cut out half his pancreas and give him diabetes and we're like cool he's gonna live and yeah. we don't have to be here anymore yeah and the doctor was causing and goes and we're going to touch on this in the next podcast but i'm i'm bringing this up because of the power of surrender um
0: because afterwards as I was like,
1: i'm not done okay hold on this All is right. important I know you like to tell the story too. (laughs) But this was my part of it was the doctor calls me and said... And it was like not even an hour after I left the hospital. And it was supposed to be a few-hour surgery. So I was like, why is... And it wasn't a nurse. It was the doctor himself calling me. And he said, "Um, well, when I cut him open, his organs were like cotton candy. And I can't sew. That's the only way I could describe it. If you were to sew cotton candy, it has nothing to stick to. And if I poke his colon... He will not survive. Like, that's it. And so I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't even know what to say or do. Um, I said, thank you. Uh, Anyways, and so shortly after getting off the phone with the doctor, I think I was frozen, and the nurses called and said, "Um, so your husband is having a bit of a meltdown, and he's inconsolable. Can can you get over here quickly? Did they use that word? Oh, yeah. They were like panicking, and I was like, um shit okay and then you called me then he, he calls me on the phone he must have been like just out of surgery and didn't have his phone on him and he's full on crying and like I said motherfucker never cried didn't let it out oh I'm fine I'm just dying but I'm fine I swear I'm good and uh so I just talked to him and I was like okay this is good did, was there any point in your life that you wanted to die? And we talked about that. And we'll get into that an, another time. And everything was coming forth for him to finally surrender and release and let it out and not control and not try to protect me and not try to protect anybody and not be stoic. To just be human and let it let it go. Let shit surrender. and um, And then things started to go differently and we'll save that for the next yeah the next one well no
0: i mean we could talk about a little bit (laughs) because i'm not done (laughs) well no well i was supposed to go to ucsf from the va hospital to to work with dr um mustafa what was his last name i think rain dr rain yeah and
1: why did you call mustafa because
0: his first name is mustafa (laughs) oh his name is mustafa oh Oh, yeah
1: okay
0: so They said, oh, you'll go to UCF when there's a bed. And then that morning, I was like, there'll be a bed later. And they're like, yeah, probably not for another couple weeks. And I was like, I'm going to be home before June. They're like, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. No, no, you won't. (laughs) So they woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. They're like, they have a bed for you at UCSF. And I was like, I was just waiting for you guys to tell me. I already knew. Yeah. And then they took me.
1: Oh, oh, right before, really quick. That's when I said, you need to go like have a talk with God. You need to walk with him. Oh, I did that.
0: Like I did that really long meditation. Yeah. That's that's what I was talking about was that I called you from my room because that I called you from the. Oh, yeah.
1: You called me late at night when you were I called you from
0: the recovery room. When they when I was inconsolable, <laughs> but then I called you later yes. from my room, and I was yes. and I was like, I just I had like an anxiety ball like in my chest, and I didn't know what to do. And then I just I cried more. But, but I he wasn't, finally
1: cried to me. I wasn't so very... much
0: on. I wasn't coming off of all the drugs from being put under, but I was still on a lot of drugs.
1: No, but that was an emotional like, dude, what do I do? And he said to me, finally, he was like, I'm scared, and I feel like my body is killing me because it's literally digesting my organs. Yeah. And he he sounded terrified and he sounded sad because there was a mo- that moment he was like I legit might die and I was like yeah you might but I don't see that and I didn't I didn't need him like this panic need for him to live. I, I talked to God myself, and I said, if he needs to die, please don't make him suffer anymore, and I will I will figure it out. I will figure things out with the kids. I will figure out my life. I need him to be in a peaceful place, in his heart, in his mind, and in in, in his spirit. So I had my talk with God. So he calls me, and I said, you need to talk with God, because there's so much... like stored up and it wasn't like oh i've been in the hospital for a long time i'm talking about for life from childhood from traumas that he had swallowed and we all have swallowed you know that if you're listening to this you know if you're not sitting there right now with a big old ball in your chest in your in your throat because we we tend to swallow all our our hurt feelings and our pain and we're big and strong and all this stuff and he said, he said, I'm. I think my body's gonna, my, or I'm scared my body is digesting. It's yeah. It's, there was um. Oh, God, self. who
0: was it? I, I think it was, I think it was um, Andy Priscella's podcast, and they were talking about uh, what is real toxic masculinity. It's not. It's not people like me who are alpha. Yeah. Right? It's not us who are yeah. going out there and like working out and doing all this stuff. It's the people who are like. You can't cry because you're a man. Yeah. That's toxic masculinity. Yeah. Like just being a dude who likes to work out and is pretty aggressive and aggro and all those things, that's not toxic. Really it's
1: ego. Ego is the toxic yeah. masculinity. But like
0: And I mean for I mean that was how I was raised though, is like yeah. dudes don't cry. Yeah. A lot of dudes my age are were raised that way. Dudes don't cry. Plus right. I was in the military. Dudes don't cry.
1: And you didn't have a, a, a communication outlet. Yeah. To, to talk about things, so I said, what if your body isn't digesting your organs, but what if your bo- body is actually digesting all the toxic emotions that you've swallowed for so many years, and your body is actually saving you from all that garbage, and it's getting all this fluid, and all this stuff that it's, it's, is building up, it's actually getting rid of it, what if your body is renewing, what if your body is healing itself, and then he was like, oh, yeah, okay, so he started to see and visualize and and execute, visualize, prepare, and execute that mindset that, you know what, my body is working for me because your body wants to live. Your body wants to be healthy. Your body is literally dying to be healthy and thrive yeah. and live. So that he was like, all right, I, f- I feel a lot better. He was a lot more grounded. He was centered, and he went on this meditation trip, and he calls me in the morning he's like, I talked to God. <laughs> I went on a walk with him and I, I talked to God. <laughs> I yeah, like, we figured it out. And I was cool. like,
0: I'll be home in June. I'll be home yeah. before June 1st. And I was like, because later that night I got moved to UCSF. Oh, yeah. After waiting. And, and then I told the UCSF, so like, I'm going to be gone. Because fr- yeah, they kept it moving a- my surgery even at UCSF, yeah. like days out. They're like, oh, the doctor doesn't work on this day. And I was like, well, that's fine because I'm going to leave on this day. And they're like, yeah, probably not.
1: Yeah, the nurses thought he was so cute. Yeah, like, oh, oh, my God. He's he, on so
0: many drugs. He's so funny. He's so cute. So cute. Yeah. 155 pounds. You're yeah. so cute. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. I'm going home. I'm yeah. done being here. I was like, I talked to God. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm out.
1: Surrendered the and, ego. And, and he, I, did, he, came, he, he told me, he was like, I'm going to come home on Friday. I'm going to eat something. I'm going to come And he couldn't eat. He hadn't eaten in six weeks. And he said he was going to eat and he was going to come home on Friday. And I was like, whatever you fucking say, I I believe it. I so believe it. And Thursday he, he woke up and yeah, he I've already
0: had my surgery. Yeah. And the travel nurse comes in she goes, Hey, I have some good news and bad news. And I was like, hit me with it. And she was like, the bad news is we can't fly you home because they were going to fly me home the next Monday. She's like, we can't fly you home next Monday. And I was like, all right, what's the good news? She's like, we can fly you home tomorrow. And I was like, which was it. friday
1: which is when like, he said he was leaving i, was like,
0: I fuck, told you <laughs> i
1: told you so everybody was like oh my god and all the but he calls me in. and he goes i i ate a burger and it didn't hurt i'm fine and i was like you ate a burger he's like well i had a bite of it but it was like a whole burger because my stomach's really small but yeah i, I ate the whole I had, thing <laughs> i
0: had a burger i had like i had a i had a half a burger like two french fries <laughs> and 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 like a like two pediolites they're so good <laughs> yep. Yeah. Was so good. Yeah,
1: so he was excited. And then he came home and had a detox from the allotted pretty aggressively. Oof. But anyways, so there's that mindset. Mindset, man. Law of attraction, the mindset, the manifesting. It works. So we're, we're halfway through um, the, the list. So we were on the greenhouse. And then the other one was a fun environment for friends and kids. I and mean, we have like a little wonderland back there. Our friends come over and yeah. they can, you know ride the motorcycles the atvs the, the horses. horses um yeah we have a trampoline back there it's just the beginning like uh we still have a ton of ton of stuff to do to really complete all that but yeah. it is it's so a forever cool. project it is a forever project. but it's awesome it's a forever it's, home i mean that's is. what we were looking for and it's it's so fun um infinite infle, infinite wealth in all departments of life Uh, which we've kind of fine-tuned that, and we'll talk about that another time. Um, uh, Our our success will be inspiring to others, which this is what this podcast is is about. this
0: is our give back.
1: Yeah, we don't want to be successful and then keep it to ourselves. We, We want people to really understand that this is for everybody. We... We it's not like our parents you know all sat there and built up ranches and then handed it over to us and you know whatever um, my parents have been very supportive. Grammy's been very emotionally supportive and Papa and I are our business partners. So and Papa yeah, and Papa's loves- Papa's
0: come Papa's come out here and yeah he helped hopes. me rebuild oh the horse stalls and he's taught group. him how to do and so much in a day. Yeah, I took all the all this stuff. I mean, I w- I know how to fix things, but yeah. I didn't know how to build things. And he helped me with building the overhang for the horses, and then the chicken coop, and, and so then,
1: easily. And
0: then I took that and applied it, yeah. and I just built the yeah, the tech oh my god, with all that. So Papa,
1: Papa taught him all this stuff, and then yeah, he now he's like a builder.
0: Yeah, even though you told me <laughs> he got two so weeks bad at me. ago,
1: he got so mad. I to build a fucking
0: doghouse for the dogs, and you're like, do you have an idea for the doghouse? And I was like,
1: yeah, yeah in I have an my idea. head.
0: And you're like, do you want to like put it like a blueprint? And I was like well, I got kind of got it in my head. She goes, well, you're not a builder.
1: I didn't say it's shitty at all, actually. I said, well, you're not a builder. You should get a plan. So it's like solid. And he he legit got mad at me. I said, so, I didn't so get bad. mad. You I turned around and I go, well, thanks. No, you said, that's what I want to hear right now. No, <laughs> and you I said, said, it thanks. Shitty. You said I promise you, you said, well, that's really what I want to hear right now.
0: That's not what I said. So I, I said went to thanks. my
1: eyelash appointment and my, my chick was all... So, how's she day? I was like, cool. It's good. Corey's pissed off at me. She's like, why? And I was like, because I told him he wasn't a builder when he's building a doghouse. But watch, he's going to build the most badass doghouse you've ever seen. And I did. And it's he, it's yeah, not all the way built pretty,
0: yet. I got to put the front door on it. It's, but It's
1: pretty good. And
0: I put wood floors in it. <laughs> Motherfucker.
1: He's going to put an air conditioning. I am. In yeah. He was going to build a loft for uh, Sergeant. Sergeant. But Sergeant. won't go in there. Yeah. Um, anyways and so then we put surrender trust and faith oh my god faith is everything uh
0: and then yes, and yes and we, we
1: allow the upgraded life in um this or something better this or
0: something better we always put that at the end because this is our this is our minimum right like when you go into anything there's always a bare minimum right like this is it's, Wait, well, it's as like, big as you, we know how to where think. it. Well, you want to go to a job, right? Like this is the minimum qualifications. However, we expect more of you,
1: right? Right, well, but, it's but, but it's not just the minimum. It's it's this is this was a dream that we knew existed, but we didn't know how to get from where we were to there. So it it's not just a minimum. It's just sort of
0: a, a starting point. A starting a starting point. Yeah, I, I guess I shouldn't have called it a minimum. It's a starting point of yeah. where our mind was but it's just that it's getting started for that creative process um however your process may be right. this was our this is ours and it's worked out so very well that we're able to sit here in a home that we purchased on land that we manifested with horses and dogs running around everywhere and a huge arena yeah, with fucking quality sand in it and two pastures and
1: and had we sat there and been like, okay, let's let's you know iron this out and figure that out. We have to do it like this. We have to do it like that. It, it, there's no way we would have overwhelmed ourselves and then said, okay, this is yeah. it's a little out of our league, but we didn't do that. We and and that's the beauty of surrender. And we continue to do it. Um, I'm not going to read this out loud because. It's our it's the next stint of our journey. Yesterday we went on a side by side ride um, in our beautiful backyard country of Tokerville, and pretty much the whole way out there we were talking about stuff. I was feeling this energy. When I feel this energy, it's always it's not like oh cool Corey I have this great idea. It's like God speaking to me, and I listen. I listen. I don't doubt it. I don't question it, and I don't um, I don't wonder if what I'm being told is right or not. I know it's right, and so I was talking to him about this topic, and it is going to be our the expanded version of where we are. It doesn't have to come anytime soon, but we're also open to it coming tomorrow, today. Um, but it's funny because we were talking about it and going on this, thinking about how we met and all these things, and I flipped to a the previous page, and it it's all saying, and actually this one was from two thousand nineteen. And it's talking about what um, what we were talking about yesterday. And so we're, we've been continuously wanting to manifest the same thing because it's in your paradigm. It is in your... Um, it's your truth. It is your truth. It is your truth. And we have different paths that we can take uh, throughout our lives. But I was talking to my dad about our campground and we're all about a very... Um, like, okay, corral, tombstone, old old country western. style, western style of everything. And um, it's really unfolding in a really cool way. It's been a ton of work. Um, my dad has put in incredible amounts of physical labor building and Blood, creating. Sweat and
0: tears. Huh? Blood,
1: sweat, and Blood, tears. Blood, sweat, and you tears. put a like, lot, crazy. lot into it. We all have, but my dad and uh, Dave, that, that he works on site, they're just incredible they uh impress me so much um but my dad it's really happening now like he's creating this um freedom-based western getaway campground in the desert the where people
0: love to come to and the people that come are just
1: they're like it's a gem in the desert like it's yeah. the wild west you can go out there and and be you and and you know live under the stars and just cool and what he was like oh man i you know i loved all this since i was a kid and he was born in germany and even in germany he was so obsessed with roy rogers which is why we called it happy trails by the way um and so now it's unfolding and it's not so much that he was um obsessed with something as a kid so it turned into something as as an adult but you, this whatever it is whatever your truth is it's always in your paradigm. It's in yeah. like your software package. Like, you know, if you are, a, com- uh, if we're like computers, spiritually speaking, not like, uh, what's his name, Elon Musk speaking, I mean like spiritually, um, you have a software package and my software package is outdoors and country life. Corey's is uh, fitness and family and mine is family as well. But there's certain aspects of us that we focused on first and i actually have always been family first but it just took me a while to realize that's what i really wanted
0: took a husband and kids it (laughs) It did
1: (laughs) took a real manly man to make me realize like oh shit and then them babies helped that along um uh anyways it's already there like if you dream about uh you know the beach or traveling or gosh whatever it is it you're it's not just a a silly frivolous cute dream it's a part of who you are and you can go down the path of fear and small-minded thinking you're more than welcome to do that but if you step out of your comfort zone and really get down to the nitty-gritty of who you are uh, if you want to be a sweater knitter and knit sweaters on the freaking river then go find you a little home and it will unfold. It's unbelievable. Yarn galore will unfold for you to knit all the sweaters you want to. And you'll find yourself in this cute little cottage home that you always wanted on the river. And, and it's not a fluke and it's not an accident. These things, the reason why we wrote down stuff two years ago and it's unfolding exactly how we wrote it down, uh, there's no, that's not a coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence. None. Zero. Everything happens for a reason. Every person that's in your life is for a reason. Every emotion that you go through is for a reason. All of it. It is divine to its most highest degree and highest form.
0: Pretty. Oh, I love this. <laughs> this is nice so stuff.
1: It is. It is nice stuff. But
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you, you don't worry about living your best life. You should just try to live your true self.
1: Yeah, every day. It's about truth. And cause... And how do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? Yeah. Do you want to, God, I used to wake up and I go to bed not wanting to go to work the next day. And, uh, and then when I wake up in the morning, I hate, I love to wake up. I can wake up at four 30 in the morning when I'm feeling great and, and be happy with that. Um, but I did not like waking up at any time of the morning to go to work. I want to enjoy my breakfast. I, I journal every single day. I write in my journal, um, I write I write manifestation stuff down. If I'm having stressful times, I write that down. I get it out. Because when you write something and your eyes see the words and your hands write the words, there's those are three fre- frequencies that are now speaking to your brain and lighting your brain on, on fire in a good way, uh, awakening your soul to what your truth is and affirmations. That's what I wanted to talk about. Um, a lot of us have... I don't know if you can see this. Is it backwards? Or no. does it go regular?
0: No. Just read the name of the book.
1: Um, I just wanted people to see oh. it. Can I do that? Yeah. Um, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. It's really colorful, and it's really fun to look through. And it's really pretty. Um, it's, it's because when we're not living our truth, we'll have ailments, whether it's anxiety or our back hurts or our knee hurts or our hip. Okay. Four minutes. Anyways. Um... That will take us into what we're going to talk. We will talk about the tra- turn of trauma into your triumph next. Um, but this book is great because affirmations bring you everything. You repeat them daily. You find keywords, You find power words that that make your heart feel different when you say them. One of mine is dynamic. I love dynamic living. And um, so I'll, I'll use affirmations that have the word dynamic in them. Uh, if your knee hurts, this will tell you the spiritual reason why your knee hurts, or if you have asthma or if you have anxiety or whatever, if you, if you say this, out, this is why you have it. This is your fear. This is where you're stuck. And then it'll give you an affirmation to shift yourself above and out of it. And then you move forward. And those affirmations, you say them in the mirror. You can say them anytime, um, set an alarm, do them in the morning, If you say it in the mirror, it will amplify because you're looking your spirit in the eyes and there's nothing more powerful than looking yourself in the eye and self-love.
0: It's a confidence booster, too. It is a confidence booster. They say that you're supposed to do that before interviews. Just stare yourself in the mirror in the Superman pose.
1: In the Superman, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, when you say I love you to yourself in the mirror, you will at first laugh and feel super stupid. And, and shortly after that, you'll start crying. Be, and then you'll probably get mad because you're most likely actually wanting to say, I fucking hate you. And then it will shift beyond that. And then it'll start to turn into a genuine, oh my God, I do love you. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are a creator. You do deserve all these amazing things to come true, and then shit starts happening.
0: Yes, and that's when beautiful stuff happens.
1: It does. It really does. And we're gonna probably have a lot more episodes because clearly this is my this yeah. is my baby. This is energy work, frequencies, law of attraction, manifesting in in the true form, not the trendy sense of it. I get down to the nitty gritty, and we really hit some things on the head because. Anybody can live their dream life. Absolutely everybody. Doesn't matter where you come from.
0: Here's some homework. Write down some stuff.
1: Yeah. Journal. Journal. Write an affirmation.
0: (laughs) Write an affirmation. One affirmation. Say it to yourself. Tell yourself you love you. And
1: uh, say, I love you in the mirror. And mean it. Yeah. And mean it.
0: But that was good. Yeah. So pay it forward. Um, If you like it, share it. If you don't, share it to somebody else share it anyways (laughs) (laughs) if you want to
1: talk shit talk shit that's cool just make sure you share
0: (laughs) um yeah that's it and there'll be more of this because this is samantha's thing and i'm still learning and it's a great process it's an ever evolving process it makes
1: life fun it's supposed to be a game you guys it's supposed to be a game it's supposed to be fun and you're supposed to laugh every day i said if i was could have one I i have seconds if i could could have one thing to tell Scarlett in her life and Bodie is um if you can laugh every day you're doing life right. If you're not laughing, laughing, belly laughing every day, change your life. Change your shit. For sure.
0: I like it. If you're not laughing, your shit's broken.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fix All that right. shit. <laughs> or adjust it. You know, yeah, some people just definitely need to. Adjust adjust it. <laughs> Shatsu. Shiatsu. Okay.
0: See you next time. Peace out. Peace out. Eight, Eight down down. down. <laughs>